Adults only, explicit content, bad language, controversial topics, Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Dave. Dave, it is 2018, apparently the year of the whiner. Oh, the whiner. Man, I don't want 2018 to be the year of the whiner. It really is though. I mean, especially in the scene, apparently. Great. And we're going to get to that because apparently the stories never end and we just have to continue doing all of these discussion points and you know, we don't even argue about it. We just have like debates that we both agree on and we yeah, go on, much. Yeah. <laughs> which I do enjoy, but it's just, <laughs> it's really funny. It's story after story. And uh, I'm not going to say it now. We'll get to it when we get to it. There's really no main opening. So how about we just get to it right now? Cause we have a ton to talk about. How about we get to some scene news? Let's go. All right, Dave, it is scene news time. Let's run through a few of these a little quickly here. All right. We've got Fit for an Autopsy. They sign with Nuclear Blast Records. I believe it's for their fifth album, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they've been around a minute. They have. that much, so. This is probably a good move for them. Yeah, that's a solid label. And I think, what, they say maybe later this year or something? Yeah, I'd imagine, yeah. Yeah. As soon as they sign, they better release an album within the year. (laughs) I would think so. I definitely would. So yeah, that's just a little opening story for everyone. Next, we have the Rock Allegiance Festival have announced their lineup. Now this one is now this one is in October, so it's still a ways away, and I don't even want to think about October. But <laughs> it's happening in New Jersey. And did you see the lineup? Yeah, um, I dare you to make this drive. I've already been asked, actually. Oh, <laughs> someone, uh, a great hater out there, hater Nick, wants to make yeah. the trip to it. But man, I, I mean, there is some great look. Not gonna put it past. Knock loose. Bad omens. I'm um, looking down the list. Beartooth, of course. There are some people that are good on this list, but I don't know about the rest of them, man. I know, man. It's kind of butt rock. Um, well, let's not forget also friend of the show, Guar. Yep. You know, when, when they make these um, festivals like Rock on the Range is coming up this weekend, do the promoter do the promoters who like assign all these bands, do they realize like there's a gap, you know, between Dance Gavin Dance, who's playing at Rock on the Range, and like a big culture gap between Tool and Dance Gavin Dance. <laughs> like these crowd, they don't they're not gonna get along. Are you serious? There's no way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be the same as saying like Beartooth and Limp Biscuit. 
Yeah, yeah, the same th- yeah, same thing. Like that's not those fan bases don't blend well. <laughs> no, but I think that's the whole point of the scene right now is to expand so that yeah. you don't have the same people listening to the same music all the time. I don't know why yeah. that's the new thing. Like I'm okay with it in some, you know, instances and whatnot, but I don't really want to see Limp Biscuit live anymore. No. <laughs> I, I I think I think there's a lot more people that don't want to see Limp Biscuit than you think. I bet you they are the reason why most people are going to this. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, those are the people who listen to the radio and have no idea new music's been out since <laughs> then. <laughs> don't forget about ICP though too. Oh yeah, same yeah. Juggalos assemble. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I don't want to be a juggaho over here. So juggaho. No, we're gonna move on. So Dave. I want to ask you this question. Do you know oh the backstory of baby metal? Uh, s- somewhat. I, I, I don't know if I ever cared enough to pay too much attention other than when we cover stories on here. <laughs> gotcha. Well, yeah, apparently there is a whole like story based on characters, a lot of stuff. Now, look, I love anime. So if you yeah. want to talk, you know, fucking Gundam Wing, you want to talk Trigun, Attack on Titan, Death Note, Dragon Ball Z, you know, the list goes on and on. I'm all up for that. I did not yeah. know that Baby Metal had a whole backstory, but apparently you metal, which is, I think I'm saying that correctly, but she was one of the three girls in Baby Metal, and then they have the okay. Kami band in the background. Uh-huh. So you put the whole thing together, it's Baby Metal. So one of the girls is no longer there for touring purposes while they're here in the States, so fans are like freaking out asking where she is. Apparently she had some health issues before. They say she's still in the band, but now that new single that we played last week, I guess there are like seven figures in it, and apparently those are supposed to be new characters that are going to be introduced for the new storyline that they're going to do in the future, and I apologize to people if I'm getting that incorrect. I do need to do my research a little bit more. (laughs) Of our baby, baby metal fans out there, are really really wondering what the fuck we're talking about. I do like baby metal. I just didn't know yeah. there was a backstory. I'll tell you. No, I have no idea. Out of all the singles that we played last week, yeah. I've listened to that baby metal one a fuck ton. <laughs> like over and over and over again. So that's not even me being sarcastic. I really like that track. It reminds me of anime. Yep. And I love anime. So what am I going to do? Not listen to it? No, thank you. You have to listen. I have to. So... I would definitely go see Baby Metal Live if I could. I don't think they're coming anywhere near here, or if they are, they're with bands I don't care about. Yeah, yeah, that's an I'd imagine. Um, and plus, who wants to go to Boston, you know, Ian? No one wants to go to Boston. <laughs> wah, wah. So let's go through, let's change the tempo here, give a little oh uplifting stuff here, uh-huh. and let people know some friend of the show news that's going on. The first one up, we have a bunch actually. So first one up, Everyone Dies in Utah, two-time friend of the show. They have a brand new track coming out called X, and that's coming out May 31st. I'm sure that'll be great. It's going to be fucking amazing. Yep. I've been waiting a while for some (laughs) new stuff, so I'm very happy. Then, this was kind of a shocker, and I don't have a lot of details on it now, but hint, hint, I will have a lot of details coming up very soon but friend of the show lakeshore had made a very big change 
they actually replaced their vocalist Sean Adams. Gone. Yeah, with ex exotype vocalist Stephen McCory, which is very very interesting. And apparently, they're going to have new music soon. That's strange. I will say it really is, and it was very quick. There weren't any yeah. rumblings about it. Just all of a sudden, brand new promo picture. It's an odd fit. It really, yeah. Now. I can't let on too much, but let's say I know some things because, you know, they are a friend of the show. I hope to have more information for people in the future, but I also don't want to spoil it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious. No, absolutely. So next up, Johnny Frank and Bill Murray. It seems like they are completely done with their new album. Oh my gosh. That's insane. He hasn't leaked like the album title yet. No, he hasn't. I think he's still working he on it. He's talking about Toyota Tacoma. He loves... <laughs> All I want to do is make, or help make, I shouldn't say make, help make Johnny Frank and Bill Murray a household name enough that he can get a Tacoma. Yeah, he needs a Tacoma. Tacoma should sponsor him. That's how much he loves them. Yeah, I mean, a dealership somewhere down here in Columbus need to make something happen, man. Yeah. Someone give him a fucking Tacoma. No one has ever been this passionate about owning a Toyota Tacoma. I've literally never heard of one. <laughs> Not since the I... Simpsons did the whole Canyon Arrow episode have I heard someone talk about a Tacoma. I mean, I, I would love a Tacoma, but I mean, I don't know if I'd ever post about it, but Johnny wants one bad. Johnny wants one really bad. And you know what? He deserves it. Yep. He deserve, deserves a Tacoma. Can you name the truck with four-wheel drive? Smells like a steak and seats 35. Can you narrow? Can you narrow? Well, it goes real slow with the hammer down. It's the country pride truck endorsed by a clown. Can you narrow? Can you narrow? Hey, hey! The Federal Highway Commission has ruled the Canyon Arrow unsafe for highway or city driving. Two lanes wide, 65 tons of American pride. Can you narrow? Can you narrow? Top of the line in utility sports. Unexplained fires are a matter for the courts. Can you narrow? Can you narrow? She blinds everybody with her super high beam. She's a squirrel squasher, deer smacking driving machine. Can you narrow? Can you narrow? Now, this isn't technically, it is friend of the show, but the band itself is not friend of the show yet. Crazy oh, okay. 88 have now found a producer for their new album. It's a Mr. Will Putney. Oh, boy. And it begins. I mean, come on. He's worked with everybody. So I think this is a very good fit. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited for that. I um, wonder how, how long it's going to take them to crank that out. They said... I think by end of the summer, if I'm not mistaken. That's relatively quick. All right, Dave, you were drinking. You want to say that again? That's relatively quick. <laughs> You're like gargling. Have you, ever had, have you ever had a sarsaparilla? No, I've only heard things in like the 50s about that. Oh, man. 
You need to go get one. You were living in the past over there in Ohio. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and I had to search for it. Like I did I didn't just go to a store. Like you have to dig through a couple of shitty stores to get this sarsaparilla. Like these things are gold, man. Gold, Jerry. Gold. Yep. Uh, you can't. I mean, I'm passionate about this almost as much as as uh, Johnny is a, the Tacoma. Yeah, apparently. So let's get some sponsorship over here. Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. All right, enough selling out, Dave. We have that to talk about in a little bit. <laughs> but I did want to mention also when Jared Alonji posted the update of what Crazy 88 are going to be doing, he's going to be working with Johnny Frank at Johnny Frank Productions. That'll be nice. So they're doing that plus being produced, like officially produced by Will yeah. Putney. This sounds like it's going to be fucking awesome. The, the pieces of the puzzle here are pretty damn good. Falling into place. Oh, yeah. Falling in reverse. <laughs> oh, Dave, Dave, Dave. All right. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not to. <laughs> All right. We're going to play a little game here, Dave. All right. I made this one up. It could be pretty short, but we're going to see how it goes. The name of the game is How Excited Are You? And right now, I'm probably going to play like a little clip with like a boy, you know, like a Viagra commercial type thing. You know, shock jock kind of stuff. <laughs> That's what we do here at Ian Hates Music. But what I'm going to do is there's a brand new tour with friends of the show on it. And I'm going to okay. read off bands that are on this tour. And after each one, you're going to tell me how excited are you? All right? Is there a scale one through 10? No, you just say like, oh, I'm super excited. Or, oh, that's exciting. You know, something like okay. that. Yeah. No need for uh, actual numerical value to be put on this. Okay. All right. All right. I'm ready. Here we go. Red-handed denial. Uh, fairly excited. Okay. All right. The funeral portrait. Pretty excited. Remember that cool German metalcore band, Anne is Okay? Oh, yes, I do. Put all three of them together. Ah, uh, that's going to be a beauty. That's going to be a beauty. I'd go to it, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I'd be excited. If it, if it came here, Yeah. I would go. So right now, you're pretty damn excited. Yeah, I'm pretty damn excited for that, yeah. All right, well, here we go. This all is right. the final test of how excited are you. The right. headliner of that tour is none other than I Set My Friends on Fire. No. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your dirty whore mouth. Shut your dirty whore mouth. <laughs> Where, is this fake news? Nope. This is not hashtag fake news. <laughs> no. Yep. I don't <laughs> That I is the tour. Believe. Yep. <laughs> No, no. Like, how do how do the other bands feel about this? They're very excited because they're promoting it. So I know they're excited to be going out on tour. And he, here's the deal: for anyone that doesn't know, I set my friends on fire. Are the worst band ever live, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen blood on the dance floor, but I'm assuming yeah. they're on par with each other. Broken side. They're probably better. <laughs> they're probably better so i love all those bands and so does dave yeah. going up to i set my friends on fire i'm still gonna tell yeah. everyone go support those bands go to the show support red-handed denial the funeral portrait we haven't had Anna's okay on the show i would like to go support them as well stay for i set my friends on fire they're doing 
the whole slaughter you can't spell wait yeah you can't spell laughter without slaughter you know front to back or whatever stay and watch that and then contact me and let me know how bad it is oh my god man so i'm definitely as as much as we're making fun of it we're making fun of the shitty band that's headlining but definitely go see all the other bands tell them how awesome they are because obviously they need to be touring so that's great that they're going out there just know you have to be ready for one of the worst bands of all time live now the good thing about them being the headliner is you can leave yeah (laughs) but i'm not even saying leave i think you need to experience how bad they are (laughs) How truly <laughs> hack and untalented they are. Oh, man. So I'm just wow. saying that. And look, I don't know. Maybe there are new people in the band that, you know, they're actually talented. There's a possibility of that. But if it's the regular person, because I don't even think both of them are in the band anymore. Whoever the guy is who stuck around, he's yeah. one of the most untalented people on the planet. And this is coming <laughs> from someone who saw him live multiple, multiple times. So I know oh, what gosh, I'm talking man. about. Yeah. I definitely know what I'm talking about. I, I, I am curious now. If I'm not sure if that's coming through Ohio or not. I'm not driving to Cleveland for it. I can tell you that. That's because Cleveland rocks. No. That's what they say. Cleveland rocks. <laughs> People forget all about that show, man. They should never. Never, <laughs> never, ever. But yeah, man. That was that was how excited are you? Boy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fucking downer. (laughs) Don't worry, we're going to pick it up. No worry. Do not worry. Because it's time now to talk about the whiners of 2018. I'm ready. Yep, and I didn't say winners. I said whiners. Yes. You did not say winners or wieners. No. Whiners. I did not. Whiners. (laughs) we are going to be talking about the ongoing saga of artists telling people that they have to say things that are positive and never say anything that is negative oh i see where this is going i hope you do because we do have a prep sheet oh yeah so even though this isn't scripted i had to scroll up a little bit but i know where this is going it's definitely not scripted obviously because jokes wouldn't (laughs) fail the way that they do but we do have a prep sheet. So this made the rounds to every single social media platform. And I wish I had yep. just picked up a mic when this first came out because we're a few days, you know, quote unquote late. Because obviously we record the show right away and then it takes a little while for me to edit, put everything together. Then the show comes out. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait. You're about to rant. Yeah, I am. <laughs> there is a I guess it's a tweet. That a quote-unquote fan of the band Under Oath wrote to Aaron Gillespie. And it has to have been in response to something else. But all the quote-unquote news places that I've seen this story come from do not have the original, like, whatever Aaron might have said. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to read this person. Obviously, it's crossed out, so I don't know who it is. At Dave of Doom. (laughs) He says, Aaron Gillespie, grow a pair. I have looked up to you most of my life. I have watched and studied your drumming for countless hours. You have been more than a hero to me. Your band stirred my passion for music and has given me the inspiration 
to do awesome thing with my music. I think he meant awesome things with my music. Y'all sold out. <laughs> this album is not at Under Oath Band. It's no coincidence myself as well as thousands of fans see this. I get it. We're all getting older now. Need to put a little back for when the grandkids come around. But y'all put zero thought into your fans with this album. And fans is in complete capital letters. Fans. Boom. Bitch, get out the way. <laughs> and now, wow. I don't think, and even though, you know, the grammar is not perfect and all that kind of stuff. I don't think that a normal person starts off a tweet with grow a pair. Because that seems... <laughs> Like it's in response to something else. So I'm yeah. I'm taking the guess here, and I might be completely wrong, but I'm taking the guess that Aaron Gillespie was whining that a lot of people were complaining about the new Under Oath album. Yep. All right. And yeah, that's how I'm gonna take it. That's why, and I could be wrong. Dave and I could be incorrect. I'm not often wrong. I will say that, but I'm taking a guess here. So then, Aaron Gillespie from his Twitter account went ahead and retweeted that or took a screen cap of it. Yeah, it was on Instagram. It okay, like. it's Instagram. All right. Yeah, I but guess that's he, because there was so much talking. He a screenshot. Yeah. yeah. Then he tweeted out, We are people too. We read. We hurt. We also spent more time on Erase Me than on any other record we've ever made. Now, that went out to tons of people. I saw tons of people on Twitter, like people that follow me and I follow them. Tons of people were sharing that. And then there were lots of artists that also got in on it. I saw Telly Smith had a lot to say. Of I think I think Amity Affliction had some stuff to say. No, they can talk. Yeah, right. I think they've dealt <laughs> with this kind of criticism for a little while. And I think Telly's was the funniest because... In his final tweet, he said, everyone is offended by everything, LOL. It's insane these days. People don't even get to know how amazing the scene was. It's sad. Now, who is he complaining about? Because if he's talking yeah, about people getting offended, <laughs> then he has to be talking about Aaron Gillespie and all the other, and himself, I guess. Yeah. Why would you get offended by someone saying what that quote unquote fan said? Amazing. Yeah, right? Wow. Like, am I the only person that picked up on that? I guess so. It's so like him to chime in. And I'm not even saying he's wrong. You know, he goes on a whole rant, and that's great. Like, I'm glad he's sticking up for himself because, once again, I think everyone should be able to speak their mind. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard that he had time to type all this out when he had Aaron's penis in his mouth. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> shit, son. Jeez, there isn't a single song on Erase Me that I don't see the big picture of what Under Oath was, <laughs> is, and will be. Shut up. <laughs> oh, fuck. And man, I guess that's the thing. Dave, obviously you did not like Erase Me. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to Dave on two shows. This show. Make it three. Wait, is it three now? Uh, yeah, I think I've bitched enough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. The Skinny with Mike and Adam, and then also Ian Hates Music. I didn't know if you did a third podcast and didn't no, tell me. I thought, No, I thought you meant like our episode. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's just going to happen from time to time. Yeah. You can go back and listen. I did not hate the album, but I also haven't revisited it because it wasn't good enough for me to do that. No, it's, it's simply not. Simply, there are too many good bands with too many good albums 
that I don't have to go back to that. So I'm not turning on Under Oath right now, but I'm being honest with my opinion of the album that they put out. Now, this is where the debate goes, right? Yeah. A lot of people are jumping on the whole selling out thing. Obviously, Telly did in his comments. A few other people did as well. Obviously, AP is going to jump on that as well. What you have to do is the band might not be selling out or quote unquote selling out. Yeah. But a fan can look at the grand scheme of where music is right now and know that radio rock and things that sound like Bring Me the Horizon are very, very popular right now. Yeah. So when Under Oath is away for a long time and then completely change their sound, they're no longer a post-hardcore band. No. They completely change their sound to make Erase Me. A logical person can in their mind question, did they make this album to make money? And look, I'm not saying that artists don't make albums to make money in general. I'm saying, did they put their passion for some other style of music aside because they knew that this style of music was popular at this time? Okay, and I I think I have a point to go off that too. Go ahead. So I think some of the issue, let's let's say they put out music that they just they actually do enjoy and they're not trying to sell out whatever, whatever it is. I don't care. These bands, bigger bands, especially they think they're too cool to listen to music within the scene now. Okay. Like when they're asked what their favorite album is, they'll say they'll come up with something so out of, out of left field, like Taylor Swift. And I'm not making that up Taylor Swift or like Maroon five. And I'll be like, I, I, I don't get that. Like, you're not making music that sounds like that. You but like are you saying you're too good to listen within the scene kind of or I've noticed something that you didn't say because there'll what? probably be backlash, but I'll say it. Post Malone. Yeah. Exactly. Where where does everyone come off thinking that that's a cool thing to say? Yeah. <laughs> that's really weird. I know I'm pissing off a lot of people right now. I tried listening to that and I know people will be like, "Oh, well we won't listen to Ian Hates music cuz he doesn't get it." Yeah, I guess I don't. Because that, to me, that's his own art. That's his own thing. It has no emotional impact on me whatsoever. And I don't hear what I like in that at all. Yeah. And yeah, I'll take a stab too. I mean, if you're one of these people who like Post Malone just because other people do, you're pretty much just a sheep. Um, Well, yeah. I mean, I think though that people legitimately like his music. And I think a lot of scene people legitimately like the music but i don't get it no i I don't either i don't like rap no and i think that's what it is it's hip-hop right yeah kind of i guess (laughs) i don't know but yeah anyone if you want to talk to me about post malone please do that's completely fine but dave i get what you're saying for sure but i like when i have these conversations with bands that they're very open about the music they listen to most of them still listen to what's in the scene yeah And I'm not saying that it's bad to have other interests outside of it. I'm not saying like you have to only listen to post hardcore in order to like get around and have your quote unquote scene cred. I'm not saying that Mm -hmm. whatsoever. It's just very interesting. I see your point. I'm just getting very, very sick and tired of people saying, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah. And there's another point in the Under Oath album people always bring up. And I, I see it debated frequently. Well, we or you or whoever online is just being hard on it because it's under oath. I think the opposite. I think 
I'm being easy on it because it's under oath. If this were a band I haven't heard of in their debut, I got to be real with you, Ian. I tell you, I don't want to review it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, that is kind of a change we've made on Ian Hates Music over the years. We used to go ahead and review anything whatsoever. You know, yeah. as long as it was within, you know, rock genres or whatever. Yeah. But then we go, well, wait a second. There are bands that it's not good to tell people this is really bad. Don't go listen to it. Yeah, there's no I mean, I would really enjoy just shitting on Bad Wolves this episode too, but <laughs> we're not we're not going to review the album yeah. because it, we have better things to do. Well, yeah, it, that's another band that somehow is being shoved down everyone's fucking throat. And I don't know why, because they're really shitty. Yeah, they're not even good people. That I don't know. <laughs> I have read that. so much, man. Okay. Dickheads. All right. I Look, I can't speak to that. I certainly can't. <laughs> but I don't find their music to be good whatsoever. But yet, AP and all their shit, they're all pushing their music down our throats. And I can't stand it. So we're not going to talk about their album. We're just not going to do it. Yeah, so, I'm okay. <laughs> no, Right. It was great not having to listen to it because we already know yes. it's bad. Yep. It's just really bad. So long. Oh, man, we're just going around in circles with some of this stuff. I just want to let people know, just don't let people tell you you can't be honest about how you feel about art. That's the whole yeah. thing. You can listen to these bands and you can look. I love a lot of these bands music. Yeah, absolutely love it. And you can go back. To episodes where I praise I did a whole full episode or half an episode on the discography of the Amity Affliction and how much I love them but yeah. when they put out an album or they put out those recent covers that oh, have been just God. really really bad I'm gonna talk about it yeah and I want you to talk about it as well now once again I am not advocating that people go on the social media sites for all of these bands and say, I hate your fucking music. Yeah. I'm yeah, not saying that. that. Yeah. But once again, I'm assuming that Aaron Gillespie had some kind of a post that egged this guy on enough that he had to say, grow a pair because I'm assuming <laughs> how else would that whole thing start unless Aaron posted something like, Oh man, I can't believe so many people are saying bad things about erase me. Oh, I'm so sad or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it doesn't yeah. take that much to think that that had to be where it came from. Now the guy started off his whole Instagram post with grow a pair. Then, <laughs> you know, fine. I mean, I guess that's his style. And I don't necessarily agree with him because I actually liked the album. I didn't love it. I liked it, but with how much amazingly good music I listened to, yeah. That just that album just doesn't stand up to it. If I'm typing Under Oath into a search, it's not for Erase Me. I'm going back to their back catalog. Yep. It's here. just the way it is. But I'm just yeah. really sick of the whiners. Like I once again I say they can do whatever they want, but wow, like when did the scene become such an area for like whiny babies? Yeah, and they stick up for each other too. Which I completely <laughs> understand, by the way. Yeah, they, they come to wine with, the, with yeah. the other one. They're all <laughs> friends with each other. Yeah. So why wouldn't they do that? But there's no yeah. way that those bands seriously think that that album is better than Define the Great Line or Chasing Safety. They just don't. Yeah. And Telly, don't make me go back to that I Don't Mind song because we can have, we can have a full episode on that fucking song. <laughs> you tell Telly. You tell him. Man. And I like Telly. I like all these people. But holy shit, yeah. man, you got to stop. 
<laughs> stop. Like, have a conversation with people. There are way more good things coming in than negative. That's just the way it is. And if yeah. you want to talk sometime, talk to me when you start getting death threats. Yeah, that that's when. <laughs> then you can talk to me. But whining about quality and all that kind of stuff, you've got way more people saying it's great. You have way more money. Whether that was your intention or not, it doesn't matter. You have a ton of money now from that album. Yeah, and if it offends you that much, turn off comments. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No comments. And then people can whine you know, about you and say, oh, look at Under, they can't handle the comments. So fucking what? That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'd rather you stand up like that than fucking, like that's not even, you know, AP and other places are saying like, oh, wow, Aaron Gillespie really took a chance with that and how strong and brave of him oh, to brave. say that. Really? That's bravery now? <laughs> Uh, I'm glad they read, though. Yeah. Like, I'm glad Under Oath can read. I'm thankful. That's the most I learned from that tweet. <laughs> and this kind of leads in to Ian's insights. So, Dave, oh boy. is there anything else we want to go over here? Uh, no, I think we got it. All right, then. It is time for Ian's insights. There's such a Oh, man, there's that trigger warning. <laughs> love it. I love it. So, Dave, now you're going to say, how does this fit in to what we were just talking about? It has to do with rock stars or quote-unquote rock stars in general. All right? Okay. Yeah. And I've talked about this many times on the show. I've made jokes about it. We're going to be talking today about wearing the same band T-shirt to a concert with that band playing <laughs> what a hot this is a touchy subject it's a hot button issue it's a touchy subject but yep. i think i'm the only one talking about it so <laughs> i've made many 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 of a joke about it and people have on twitter by the way lashed out at me about this <laughs> so i enjoy the chance to be able to really talk and discuss it so obviously this doesn't matter whatsoever. I don't yeah. give a shit if you wear the t-shirt to the bit. Like <laughs> the amount of people I would have to hate if that was the case because it seems to be the trend now and for yeah. years. So yeah. you don't go to a band's show without seeing many, many people with maybe even the same exact t-shirt on. Yeah. And I learned this from a younger age because I watched the movie PCU. Now, Dave, have you ever watched that movie? Uh, no, no, I have not. I would actually recommend it because it still holds up because it's very anti-PC. The whole entire motto of it is about college students and all the different cliques and all the people that protest for whatever faction they happen to be from. Okay. So it's very interesting because it's what's always happened in colleges. Very, very yeah. liberal, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. John Favreau's in it. David Spade's in it. Jeremy Piven's in it. There's a bunch of okay. like random like B-list actors and stuff that's in this movie. <laughs> okay. And in the movie, at one point, John Favreau's a stoner, and he is going <laughs> to see 
George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic. Ooh. <laughs> Old school. You know, this is like the 90s. Yep. So he's on his way and he has a George Clinton t-shirt on. And yeah. Jeremy Piven comes up. He's like the leader of the frat or whatever. He comes up and he goes, you're wearing the shirt of the band you're going to see. <laughs> Don't be that guy. <laughs> and I might even play the clip right now. I don't know if you're aware of this gutter, but there actually was music recorded before 1989. What is this? You're going to wear this to the show. You're going to wear the shirt of the band you're going to go see. Don't be that guy. <laughs> so there's your context. But it did kind of stick with me from a very young age because I've been going to concerts for a long, long time. And yeah. I want to say this, and this is for real. No change in this ever. I have never worn the shirt of any band that I am going to see to their show. Same here. I believe that that is the way things should be. That was an unwritten rule back in the day. Yeah. And I, I, I do think there's a, there's a way, a little way around this and I'll use, I, I've used it before. If I want to show that I support uh, like hail the sun mm -hmm. or like the vocalist, I'll wear a CNVAR shirt. Because that's a side project, right? Sure. To the Hail the Sun show, or you know, there's so many bands that have different side projects. You can like show your support that way, you know, like, oh, that guy, he has CNVAR, that's pretty cool, you know, something like that. Well, what you can also do is pick up their merch when you're there at the yeah, show. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the other thing. Pick up something new and wear that to a different show. Yep. Because the way, and <laughs> maybe I'm getting way too philosophical with this. Rock stars back in the day used to be rock stars. They used to want the attention of people, but also didn't want the attention of people. Mm -hmm. So yeah. in their eyes, you would actually almost be kind of a loser to be wearing <laughs> their shirt to their show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the scene in general back in the day, I can't help but use back in the day right now because it just makes sense. When people would go to shows, they'd all be wearing something different. Now it seems like it's a very lemming and sheep scene where everyone's wearing the same stuff when they go to shows. That's not the way the scene used to be. The scene used to be, we're rock music, we're metal music, we're independent from what popular people do. When people went to Britney Spears concerts, when they went to NSYNC concerts, they wore all of that garbage shit to their shows. Somehow, our scene started doing the same thing. Yeah, and it is cringeworthy. <laughs> In my opinion, it is. And I know a lot of people get mad when you say it, but it is. It's embarrassing. Yeah. That's the <laughs> way I feel about it. You should be embarrassed that you're wearing the same thing as another person. Yeah. Because look, the way I look at it, and here's my marketing little bit of background here. When I go to a show, they've already got my money. So yeah. when I look around at all of these same t-shirts, like let, let's say, for example... And it's just for example. But let's say I'm going to a Black Veil Bride show. Every Ooh, person there <laughs> will have <laughs> a Black Veil Bride shirt on. Yeah. They've already got my money. I'm a captive audience. This is something I already know. I like to look around and see t-shirts of bands that I don't know possibly that I can go like, hey, wow, that's actually kind of cool. I'd like to check that band out. Yeah, and you know, I've seen some things, man, where... I've seen things. 
I've seen things where people go to the merch table and buy the shirt. Like if you went there and bought, bought a Black Veil Bride shirt and squeezed it on, then went to the like up to the to watch the show, that's the worst. Well, what's the point? Like I will totally understand. So, oh. Look, if 15-year-old girls have been waiting outside in negative degree weather, which is still one of the dumbest things I've ever seen oh, in my yeah. life. Yeah. If people will do that waiting for hours to get into a show and they go and they buy a hoodie and then they put it on, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. You definitely. see what I mean? I mean, but I know what you're talking about. That way. Yeah. I don't have sweatshirts at the winter shows. Yeah. No, no, no. I totally get that. But yeah, seeing someone put on a t shirt of the band that they're going to see is very strange. But then, Dave, there's also this part of it too. If the band's mentality has changed as well, that they like to see their own shirt on people, then the fans are technically doing what the band wants. Yeah, and this will lead me to a question for you. How do you feel when the band wears their merch on a set? You know why I don't mind that? Why? Because bands don't make a lot of money, and that actually makes sense to me. Like, what they probably should do is switch with other bands that are on the same tour with them. Yeah, I see that. I see that. You know what I mean? Often. That way they're promoting other bands and that band's promoting them and whatnot. Like I can't hold anything against the band because the sacrifices that they make to go on tour. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, I don't yeah. mind that. But this whole like mentality switch to like, hey, I want to see people with my shirt on, that's a little weird. I can understand if you're walking outside and no one recognizes you and you see someone walking around with your shirt on, that's pretty fucking cool. But yeah. in a concert, <laughs> I mean, they're there to see you already. Yeah, yeah. That, it, it's strange, man. It's a strange world we, we live in. It's a strange scene we're in. It's a mad, mad world. Mad, <laughs> mad world. Anyways, I don't even think I had the tune right on that. It's just one of those things. So rock stars are not the same way that they used to be. The no. mentality has changed a lot. But really, I do. I know it's very funny. And Dave, I'm glad you said it. I think of people that go to shows with the shirt of the band that they're going to see. I see them as sheep. Yeah. I see you as you should be embarrassed. That's that's <laughs> what I see. It doesn't mean I dislike you. It doesn't mean I hate you. I'm just a little bit embarrassed for you. Yeah, yeah. It's It's embarrassing, man. And you can say, Ian, I don't need your embarrassment. I don't need anything from you. Well, that's fine. But I'm telling you the way it probably should be. I mean, I just won't be a sheep. I won't do it. Nope. No, thank you, sir. The scene should not be a cult. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, Dave. I don't know. Stay away from cults. I wonder if people got it. I don't. It's just that whole like. Rock stars being rock stars, not whining, not complaining about people saying that their music isn't as good as it used to be, that they quote unquote sold out. Like there used to be a strength in the scene. There used to be a we're different than everybody. We do our own thing. We don't care about what you do. We're making music for us. If you happen to listen, that's great. And we love you because you listen to our music and you love us. Like there's still that love there, but there was also like a we don't care what anyone else has to say. And they're the bands that stuck around the longest. Yeah. You think My Chemical Romance gave a fuck what you thought about them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just I, any band that's lasted for this long, there's a reason why they have the mental fortitude to be able to handle that shit. 
Yeah, you got to be mentally strong. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird contradiction, right? Because sometimes yeah. you need to be almost a damaged person to make really good music, right? Yeah, that's true. But somehow you have that switch that you're like confident and strong in what you're doing to not care what people think as well. Like you have to not care what people think in order to get up on stage, grab that mic, grab that guitar, whatever. Like I'm always extremely impressed with bands for being able to do that. Yeah. The um man, it I think it's only going to get worse too. Oh, it is. People wearing shit at shows. It's growing even since I've been going to shows. It's just especially if the band has a good merch table. Oh man. And I, look, and once again, I have said it a million fucking times on the show. Go support bands and buy their merch. Yeah, you got to buy merch when you're at a show. You're a dick if you're at a show and you didn't buy something. Yeah, you got to find something. And uh, believe me, a band for me at least, they got to put some effort into their merch in oh, order for me to buy it, of course. But in general, you should be definitely supporting these bands. But guess what? Yeah. Maybe just rotate your t-shirts a little bit. Yep. That's all. <laughs> you know, wear your Sienna Sky shirt to Black Veil Brides and then yep. wear your Black Veil Brides to Bad Wolves. And then kill yourself because you went to a Bad Wolf show. <laughs> oh, no, Dave. I made a suicide joke. Oh, Ooh. shit. Oh, my God. I'm going to beep that out. Beep. <laughs> yeah, censor this episode extra. Extra censored. Yeah, man. So, anyways, I guess the motto of the story is don't be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and go watch PCU. This is a good movie. Okay, okay. I will. Wrote it down. Oh, man, that is the end of Ian's insights. I always feel so, like, heartbroken when I'm done with this because it means I can't rant anymore. Yeah. (laughs) You might go back into another rant. You never know. That is true. That is very true. So now those were the three main topics I had, so I have to think about something for the next one. Okay. That'll be the plan. Make it a good one. I hope so. But now, you know what? We haven't had one of these for a while, and I think it's time. Let's get to some hate mail. Oh boy. So if you actually think that I have the time to waste on hating anyone, then I've got a little song for you to express how sorry I am that I hurt your precious feelings. Hey, you, I don't give a fuck about you, so go and be a little bitch to someone else and <laughs> go fuck yourself. Fuck your bitch. All right, Dave, it is hate mail time, and I forgot to do this intro last time, so I'm going to do it now. If you ever want to ask us any random question, any question your heart desires, it might be music-related, it might not be, it doesn't matter. We might answer it, we might not. Things happen, (laughs) that's for sure. But the way to get in touch with us is at Dave of Doom on Instagram, and then on Ian Hates, it's at Ian Hates Podcast, at Ian Hates Podcast. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Then Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then also on email, ianhates at gmail.com. Plus, guess what? I signed up for MySpace. Oh, no way. MySpace.com slash Ian Hates. So I don't even know how that works. I have a lot of people that are following me out of nowhere, but I don't know what to do on MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do it. I just had to. I had to have Ian Hates on MySpace. So Get in touch with us any of those ways. Here's another way for you to get to know us a little bit more with this great question. I was very worried about this because 
it took a little while to get this list together. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure I could change it too, like within tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe, but I'll tell you why that wouldn't work for me. But okay. let's get to the question itself. Hater Chris asks, and now he originally said, What are your favorite EPs of all time? And I said, That is way too much. You have to kind of limit <laughs> this down. So he said, What are your top five favorite EPs of all time? So Dave, what do you got for me? All right. This was tough. And I, like I said, I think I could change this like day to day. But when I went through all my EPs, obviously, if it's still on my phone, I do care about it. <laughs> sure. If it's not there, I don't, I don't give that much of a shit. So the CNVAR self-titled EP. Okay. With like a badass like dragonfly on it, man. I know which one you're talking about. Good shit. Okay. And this one, this one is going to. Kind of it'll kind of burn your heart a little bit because oh. where it went after the EP. My enemies and I, sick world. Wow. All right. Yeah, that's true. It was a good EP. It was damn good, man. And and then they imploded <laughs> and just made it was like they imploded and they were made of garbage. And just yes. garbage juice went over everybody. It's crazy. <laughs> the white noise, aren't you glad EP? Oh, sure. Yep. Good EP. Um, I think I'm going to come back around here with, uh, have you heard of Idle Lives? Yeah, I have. Idle Lives, The Thoughts in Your Head EP. I might have to give um, that another listen, though, because that doesn't God, ring so a good. bell. Okay. All right. Will do. You, you, you'd enjoy it. All right. Um, and this one's a, a collaboration EP that Wolf and Bear and Adventure put out together. Oh, I remember you telling me about this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely a favorite. So you went really, really new school with this. I did, man. And I couldn't find many old EPs. I mean, there's the well, then you're wrong. EP is another um, <laughs> honorable mention. Which one? Um, the Knock Loose EP. Okay. I think it's called like This Is Gospel or something like that. Or Sure. That, that's, a, that's a really good one. But uh, yeah, EPs usually don't stick with me until somewhat recently, man. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> You and I went in different directions then. Oh, boy. Because I like so many EPs like Red-Handed Denial and like Thornhill yeah. and like you can keep on naming. I mean, come on. Eyes on Satellites just had a yep. fucking phenomenal EP. But for me, because I love full albums so much and EPs never compare, at least for me, to a full album, yeah. I have to go old school with it because I have to have liked the EP for so long that I would go back and listen to it. Okay. That's yeah. the way I worked it. So I have five yep. with an honorable mention. All right. What do you got? Funeral for a Friend, Seven Ways to Scream Your Name. Uh-huh. From First to Last, Aesthetic. Wait, sorry. Mm-hmm. Aesthetic. Okay. It's always hard to say aesthetic. It aesthetic. is, man. But yeah, that was without Sonny Moore. That was their very yep. first thing. A lot of people don't know about that. So mm-hmm. if you just learned something, go listen to it because it's pretty damn yep. good still. So... <laughs> I Am Ghost, We Are Always Searching. Yep. Escape the Fate, There's No Sympathy for the Dead. Senses Fail, From the Depths of Dreams. Okay. And honorable mention goes to Ice Nine Kills, The Burning. Yeah, that's a good one. So for me, all those EPs had a reason. Like, obviously, Funeral for a Friend is my favorite band. So they have, you know, a rougher version of Escape Artists Never Die. So that one's great. From first to last, that was the only one without Sonny. It was also my main introduction to the band. 
So that one yeah. holds a special place in my heart. I Am Ghost, We Are Always Searching has still one of my all-time favorite tracks on it. Yep. Still. So people need to listen through that. And then you can guess and tell me what that track might be because I fucking love it so much. I'm not even going to give it away. <laughs> Escape the Fate, obviously, that's the precursor to one of the greatest albums ever made. So fucking love that one. And then Ice Nine Kills has... I skipped Census Fail. We'll go back. Ice Nine Kills with The Burning was the very first version of the greatest story ever told. And that okay. is such a fucking amazing yeah. song. And then, that of really course, is. Senses Fail, not only did that have Steven on it, but it also had 187. Yep. So. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess mine are in the same. I guess, I don't know, man. It, it's weird because I, we do have like an age difference. And I didn't. Not that much older. Focus too much. I didn't focus too much on like releases as much as I did just songs like an average Joey, you sure. know, until like, what are you, Australia now? like 2012 or so. So <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it's just a different way to look at things. And I'm glad, I mean, I'm glad we didn't have the same stuff on our list. Yeah, that's true. Um, this is, um, it, it's, I don't have it on our cheat sheet here, but I had a question or something you just needed to clarify for uh, Mike with the skinny with Mike and Adam. Oh shit. He didn't. He didn't know where to go back in our episodes to find like what is your beef or what happened with between you and Bert um, from the used um, because uh, you referred like you hey you said hey I mentioned it before but you guys have <laughs> you can go back and find it and he's like I can't I don't have time to go back to find it he doesn't have time to go back over the almost two hundred episodes and find that <laughs> come on come on now no uh so. It's years of shit of seeing what he's done to fans. Mm -hmm. And besides not being able to do what he's supposed to be able to do, you know, we've already talked about that. He can't yeah. sing. He can't do any of that stuff. It's been years of terrible, terrible live performances. And I went like a sheep. Believe me. Yeah. I used to love <laughs> the use. So I was like, anytime the use is in town, I'm definitely going to the show no matter what. And... Bert just uses the crowd to sing back to him the whole time. Yeah. And I hate going to shows like that. And it's been happening for years. I've also seen the way he stopped being fan friendly. And I'm not oh. saying like, hey, you know, if you're, you know, doing VIPs and stuff that you shouldn't do that. That's not the change I've seen. He used to be so fan friendly going out you know, during the early days and like hugging fans and staying around for every picture and every autograph and all that kind of stuff. And I know people change, and I know that gets tiring, and I'm not saying that any artist has to do that. When you see such a stark difference, though, in the personality of someone, that's the iffy part. Yeah. And one of the major things, because I'm not going to go into every story, but the one that really showed me that this was the type of person he was and I told this story on the show before, and I forget what episode it was. I took my sister to see the back-to-back -back date where they did the original album, the self-titled, all in one night. And then yeah. they did In Love and Death in the second night. Okay. On both nights, Bert can't do any of the stuff that he used to be able to do. So it was once again hearing the crowd sing the entire thing and then their backup guy singing you know, the rest. Because Quinn wasn't on that tour i don't think okay so it was whoever else knew that they had i believe if i'm not mistaken 
we paid a lot of money. There was only one opening band. We paid a lot of money for that tour, and they only played the album. No extra songs whatsoever on both nights. Yeah. That's pretty sickening. That's taking advantage of your fans a lot. Yeah. When I saw Pierce the Veil do Misadventures front to back. Yeah. They then played another half of an album. That's awesome. Yeah. When I saw My Chemical Romance do the Black Parade all the way through, they came out and did a whole nother set. Like bands do that when they care about their fans. Yeah. They use does not care about their fans. Let's let's get that straight for sure. So <laughs> that's two nights of, you know, large ticket prices and dealing with, you know, just the whole entire, you know, auditorium concert venue singing along. Yeah. Then my sister says, Hey, I got this picture with Bert fifteen years ago. I want to do a side by side picture of what we look yeah. like now to where we were before. I'm like, he is not coming out of that tour bus. It's just not going to happen. There were only around 10 people waiting. The tour bus was right in front of the venue, and you could see Bert in the van. And I'm not saying he didn't have things to do. I'm absolutely not saying that. I am not one of those fans that's like, oh, no, I deserve it. They have to. They work for me. I'm not saying that whatsoever. But you see that he's not doing anything. And it would be easy to let these kids go home. I didn't want anything from them, but I had to stick around because my sister's younger than me. And I had to make sure. I mean, it was a fucking cold winter night in Boston. Yeah. So I am not kidding you when I say this. It took Bert. My mind's a little fuzzy right now. It's like three to five hours. Mm -hmm. It took him to come out. And that's with the rest of the band coming out like right away. Wow. He doesn't come out for three to five hours. When he comes out, he's visibly upset. He doesn't (laughs) want to be doing it. So wow. he goes around. My sister at this time is rip shit. She doesn't even really want the picture. I'm like, well, now you got to get it because you're already here. He's not smiling for anyone. He's barely talking to anyone. My sister gets her picture. I take it. He looks at me like I want something. And I shake my head at him. I was just like, I don't want anything. I had my card. I had the Ian Hates music card. I could have given him yeah. and been like, hey, man, do you mind doing the show? Wouldn't even want him on the show. No. <laughs> not the way he treats people. There's no reason to do it. And he's not talented like he was before. And that's yeah. life. I mean, I'm not even holding it against him. But also, you shouldn't be milking your fans for money when you can't perform the way you used to. Ooh, maybe that's that cra- cash grab band question from last week. That is a good point, Dave. I should have said that. I should have said one. that quicker. So now people might be like, oh, Ian, you're whining, you're whining. Whining would have been like, hey, I can't believe Bert doesn't come out. I knew that was going to happen. The only reason why I stuck around was for my sister. Yeah. Ian does have yeah. feelings and emotions, guys. <laughs> All right. So I wanted her to get her picture. I wanted her to be safe. It was fucking cold outside. It's Boston. Like, I'm not going to trust, you know, that kind of shit. No, fuck that. I've, I've known Bert, you know, as a performer for so many years. So sorry to go on that long tangent. But that's why, I mean, when you see that kind of shit happening year after year, when you see that kind of thing and you know what they do now, I mean, you know what they do to their own band members. Yeah. How can you like that band? You can't. No. I'll still rock out to the self-titled if it comes up on a playlist, but I'm not going to support them anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. So, hey, maybe AP can take this and go run with it. Yeah. Speaking of running with it. hey Uh Bill Murray just hinted at dropping a song this week. And one of the top comments says, 
dude, just think about that Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to go away. Never going to go away. <sighs> All right, buddy. I think I've ranted enough. Yep. So how about we go? We'll kind of like watch this out of our mouth. Yep. And let's go on to our favorite part of the show. Damn, Dave, I feel like I can't talk today. Sorry. Damn, Dave, <laughs> I feel like I can't talk tonight. But it is our favorite part of the show, which is album reviews. And tonight, once again, is a little weird. It's strange. I mean, is every band a pop punk band now? <laughs> so many pop punk releases this week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil it right now. Oh, I can't even bitch about any of them. No, I'm not mad about any of them. It's just like there's so many that are so similar. Yeah. And they're all like short EPs. <laughs> I know. So it's very strange. So let's work our way through these here. We'll start tonight with Crooked Teeth Pastel. It's an EP and it's on Rude Records. This is Emo Pop Punk Alternative from California. It's a three-piece band and it goes well because there are three tracks on this EP. Yeah. So it's a very quick listen. It's very quick, but man, that song, Helpless, is so good. Oh, see, I have Out of Place as the better one because I like the aggression. Yeah. That's what I wanted. And this band does a good mixture of a lot, but I appreciated when they got a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. it. I mean, it's just three songs, but I'm definitely, I mean, I think I... Made sure to follow them on Facebook and social media just because I, their next release will be, if it's anything like this but longer, I'll definitely love it. Yeah, unfortunately, it's just there's not much to say about it. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, other than I can't wait for more. No, I got you. Well, because you loved it so much, let's go ahead and play Helpless. So once again, that's Crooked Teeth, Pastel, it's an EP, and it's on Rude Records. Now we've got Wolf Culture, The Devil's Plan for Idle Hands, it's an EP, and it's on Common Ground Records. This is emo pop punk alternative from the UK, four tracks, and three people in the band do vocals from time to time, so you can hear that harmony every once in a while. Yeah. Unique sound again, but I mean, they're all pop punkish with a hint of aggression. <laughs> I didn't hear any aggression in this one. It's it's not like a band. I don't know. For example, like Milestones. For example, 
Okay. We covered them weeks ago, like yeah. months ago. Yeah. It's not along those lines, but I don't know, man. It, I, I have nothing to say negative about it. I'll tell you that. Well, I hear a little Mayday Parade, at yeah. least in Killing the High Horse. I also hear a little Rome as well. Yeah. That's kind of what I heard. The only aggressive part I could say is I like the more aggressive guitar tone in the track Continents. Yeah, that's a fucking good song, man. But the problem I have with this, I don't know, man. Did did anything stand out about this? If I played any random pop punk track, would you know that it's them? I don't know because, like like we said, this week there were so many of them that it did make it hard for me to like point out the differences when I had them all on shuffle. Right. Yeah. Oh, there's no way. There's yeah. no way I would be able to tell the differences. <laughs> yeah, it's. But if this came out like a, a week ago, I I would definitely it would stand out more. Maybe I don't know. I didn't think. I thought out of all of them, this yeah. was the most weak. Okay, um, my mine's coming up. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, look, the only thing I would say if they want to differentiate themselves a little bit more, if they really worked on the dynamics of the three-person vocals. I think that yeah. would really help them. It's not like they're a bad band or anything. It's just no. not only this week, but almost every week, we have a ton of pop punk bands, and everyone's really sounding very similar right now. Yeah, we, we definitely don't want more of that. So let's go ahead and play a little bit of Continents. So once again, that's Wolf Culture, The Devil's Plan for Idle Hands. It's an EP, and it's on Common Ground Records. Next up, we have Fight for Friday, Someone You Could Trust. It's an EP, and it's an independent release. This is also pop punk from the UK. Five tracks. I hear a little bit of Worcester in what they were doing, but it's a very fun listen. Catchy, mostly upbeat. And to be quite honest, even though I don't have a whole lot to say, out of everyone in this pop punk realm, I think yeah. this is the band that has the best chance of making it, whatever making it is. <laughs> whatever making it is. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see that. I wouldn't argue with that at all. Um, Good. Definitely a sound. <laughs> the, uh, I, I, it'll be a race to see which one of these bands put out an album first we can finally review. Um this was, a, was this the longer EP? This one was five tracks. Yeah. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, I went back to their older stuff. They have another EP mm-hmm. uh, called Call, Call Me Old Fashioned that came out in 2016. Right. Um, also enjoyed that. So Nice. Well, now, is there anything else you want to say, or can we play a track? Ooh, if you're playing a track, it better be the one I'm thinking. Are you thinking target practice? Ah, bingo. Yeah. Yeah, I like this band. I do. I think it's a fun listen through, and I hope they go places. I want more music from them. We can only hope.
So once again, that's Fight for Friday, Someone You Could Trust. It's an EP, and it's an independent release. And before we go on, I want to mention I did like Wolf Culture. I don't want to just, you know, I don't want to shit on them or anything. I (laughs) expected a little bit more to stand out, but they have the time to do it. I just want to see that from them instead of something that sounds like other things. Whether they do it well or not, that's the category that they're going to be put in if they don't make that move to be different. Yeah. So I would say there's two songs on that EP that I enjoyed way more than the other two. Gotcha. I can see that. Next up, we have a full length. It's Slowly, Slowly with St. Leonard's. And this is on Unified Records. It's rock, pop, punk, emo from Australia. 13 tracks. And I really did not know what to expect from this band. (laughs) I never heard of them before. This is my first exposure. But I do have to say, wow. Yeah, man. It's an Australian version of the Academy Is. <laughs> oh, there you go. See, I have a different list. Oh. But what do you think of that first track, Dinosaur? <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. It reminded me of like some type of... Remember uh, when, uh, dang, Motion City Soundtrack had like an e- or an album mm-hmm. about dinosaurs, I think? Oh, wow. That it is reminded me wild. of that. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, what a weird, strange way to open out. But I was impressed by it, though. Oh, I know. They did it well. Yeah, it was like folksy and it was interesting. And like they were leading you in a direction with the lyrics and they cut it back. I don't know. I was impressed. They had like Dance Gavin Dance lyrics, but in a different format. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It was it was kind of weird. Same thing with their, their song Alien. Aliens, I think. Yeah. It was kind of out there too, but I really enjoyed it. Well, so was the, what was it, Butcher's Block or Butcher's Window? Yeah, uh, the Butcher's win- Window. Yeah, that one was really fucking weird too. Yeah. <laughs> Which had the lyrics up in front of me from that opening track. Yeah, they're all really strange, but this, but this is something I really enjoy. Like, we're saying it's very weird, but I think once again it plays into I enjoy weird shit. Yep. So they took something that's rather cliche in the scene right now, which is like melodic singing over distorted guitars. You know what I mean? It's nothing that you would really be grabbed by. But then all of a sudden they make it interesting. And I think a lot of it has to do with the lyrics and the storytelling. Yeah. Excellent job. Yeah. They're definitely not cliche. It's something interesting. You're like, wait a second. Where is he going with this? Like, what is this band doing? And I think that was the most interesting part of this. Yeah, I mean, they talked about, um, gosh, about being high in a couple tracks. Yep. <laughs> and normally you would say, well, people do that all the time. But there yeah. was a different way that they did it while also yeah. being really catchy. Like, I don't know if I've ever said this before or if it's ever happened. I found myself sometimes singing along when I had just heard the track for the first time. Yeah. Really There's strange. There's a couple of those on here. Yeah. I was like mesmerized by it almost. (laughs) But yeah, man, great turns of phrases, melody. They weren't afraid to slow it down like at times and then just jump right back into it. And I think sometimes (laughs) that doesn't work for bands because they're kind of scattered all over the place. It worked for them. Mm -hmm. It was good, man. I I can't wait for more, really. I mean, they have another album I need to go back on and listen to from 2016. So I want to see how good that one is. Yeah, it's called Chamomile, right? 
Yeah, the, the word was a nightmare, so I wasn't going to say it. It is chamomile. I finally got one okay. right. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. But yeah, man, if anyone's kind of wondering, and we'll obviously play a track a little bit of it anyways, I saw them as a conglomeration of Taking Back Sunday, Brand New, The Gospel Youth, and Mayday Parade. Just okay. all put together. Yep. So Is this a two-piece? No, no. I think it's four okay. or five. Okay. Yeah, no, this isn't like a really small band or anything. This is a full band and everything. And I think you can tell too. Their sound okay. fills up, but I think you focus a lot more on the vocals for sure. Yeah. I was just curious because one of their album covers has had two guys on it. So Gotcha. No, I thought I saw another promo picture that had more okay. people. But anyways, I'm gonna let you do it. What track would you like to hear? We gotta give them dinosaurs. You think so? Okay. Yeah, we do. All right, here it is, Dinosaurs. It's for the people in the parking lots Waiting around for a new blood There's a zombie on the TV and he likes your style You shouldn't take the nuts Dinner movie bed If they get the promotion behind them, if they get a push, this band is the next big thing. I hope so. Yeah. No, they definitely are. There's no doubt about it. You can't listen to that album and not hear money fall. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. So that's Slowly, Slowly, St. Leonard's, and it's on Unified Records. Next up, we have Chief State, Nothing More Than This. It's an EP. And it's on Mutant League Records. This is aggressive pop punk from Canada. Four yep. tracks. They start this EP off right with a great, yep. you know, fast-paced track with broken eyes. The vocals are normally shouted through pretty much all of this, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. I did hear a little bit of Rival Town in this band, yep. but it might also be because they're both from Canada. So yeah. not <laughs> exactly just, sure. They're yelling because they're mad and they're in Canada. Exactly. But now, once again, I enjoy the aggressiveness of the pop punk, but I'm not sure this band separates themselves enough. Yeah, I mean, it's aggressive, which is kind of cool. They have a pretty, I think they have two music videos off of a EP, which is kind of unique. Interesting. Um, they're going for something on a couple tracks that I really enjoy. Like you said, the opener. Mm -hmm. I think the opener and the second song, Crooked Pictures, I really enjoy those two. Mm-hmm. The other two, not as much. Which is funny because we're playing one of those other songs. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the issue, though, is once again, it's just like, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I don't know to use my hands. Yet. They're not bad, but I'm moving my hands. No, no, Dave. no. Yeah. They're, not. they're not bad. It's just, did they do anything that makes them stand out from the crowd? And I'm just not sure that they did. No, uh, they need a. A full length, keep the aggression, 
Maybe drop a couple of those bad words people don't like. Oh, I'll <laughs> never say that. And oh, you better not. No, sir. Cancel the show. Canceled. Canceled like <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine. We'll get picked up on another network. Oh, bad jokes. All right, let's go ahead and play the track "Spine." So once again, that's Chief State, nothing more than this. It's an EP, and it's on Mutant League Records. Next up, Better Half, Maybe I Was Wrong. It's an EP, and it's on Resist Records. This is alternative rock, post-hardcore from Australia, once again. This is the side project of Bellhaven's guitarist, Chris Vernon, who's on vocals here instead of guitar, and Thornhill's guitarist, who has stayed with guitar here, Matt Von Dupin. And they created this band. They are a five-piece band, but those are the two, you know, members that are creating the side project. People who have listened to the show know that I'm a big fan of Bellhaven and Thornhill. I don't know your opinion on Bellhaven, but I know you're a fan of Thornhill. I enjoy it. You do? I do enjoy it. Okay, good. So that's kind of, I believe, that's how you found this, right? Uh, yes. Yep. So yeah. It's really a no-brainer that we were going to listen to this, you know, and probably enjoy it. But just know this is not the same style as Bellhaven or Thornhill. No, it's not. Yeah, just so people are aware. But once again, since it's an EP, you get just kind of a taste of the band. But I think the really good parts for me were whenever he went into those real screamo screams. Yeah, man, this this is my favorite release, I think. Oh. Yeah. Certified gold. Put a stamp on it. <laughs> I definitely enjoyed it. I absolutely yep. did. So tell me what you liked about it. Um, you know, it might kind of help me escape from pop punk for a while, but um, <laughs> no, but really it was um, start to finish. I think I can put it on repeat. I put it on repeat today, actually mowing. And I mow for like two and a half hours. Sure. So that tells you how much I liked it. <laughs> man, you <laughs> were out there the in the fucking sticks, man. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I definitely enjoyed it as well. Really enjoyed the vocals. The vocal style, man. It almost had a Bellhaven-ish style to it. Yeah. But on a different level. Because I'm not sure if he does the screaming parts in Bellhaven. I don't think so. Okay. I could be incorrect huh. on that. But I like those screamo vocals that broke. I thought that worked really, really well. So, yeah, man, I mean, yeah. we've got two bands that we enjoy. They split off, make a side project that we also enjoy. I think that's fucking great. Yeah, man. I mean, this is uh, really, a, we get three, probably even more good bands out of this. <laughs> it's possible. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I would assume it's an EP because they just don't have the time to do a full length. But I would definitely enjoy it. first yeah this is their first everything all right so expect more so that's good you would think so 
Yep. I mean, I guess it depends on how well this does, but I hope it does well. It better do good. <laughs> so, Dave, tell me a track. Um, track one, fixate. Here we go, fixate. Is that I'd like to say I'm patient, but maybe you don't know me. Although I traveled the country and realized where I went wrong, maybe I can't keep keep you all along. Please fixate, fixate for just this Fixate, relay, come back to me. It's never too late. I feel like I'm the only one that So make sure to check out Better Half, Maybe I Was Wrong. It's an EP, and it's on Resist Records. And now, Dave, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we've got one more left, correct? Confirmed. The heaviest album (laughs) (laughs) of the entire week, Seven Dust. All I See is War on Rise Records. This is Radio Rock slash Radio Metal. Now, let's do a little background here. Seven Dust have been around for almost 25 years. That's amazing. Ooh. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Doing something right. By the way, they've done it for those 25 years with only one member change. Damn. How's that even happen? Impressive. Now, this is number 12 for full-length albums for them. Obviously, they are super vets. <laughs> but I'm not going to be a poser here. You know, even though I don't yeah. use that word often, I'm not going to be a poser here. I stopped listening to Seven Dust around album five, which was called Next. And okay. I loved their fourth album called Seasons. Oh, okay. I think we discussed this once before because I told you I, I know one Seven Dust song. <laughs> which is crazy. It was from the album Next, I think. Yeah, you should go at least listen to those first five. Okay. For sure. But. I really did lose track of this band. That does happen from time to time. Yeah. I've also seen them live many times. They've always been really, really good. But they started to go in a direction where I wouldn't like the bands that they were touring with. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. (laughs) So I haven't seen them live for a long time, but I did see them for years live, tour after tour. They sound just as good live, or at least they did as they do in the albums. And let's just get this out right away. Lejean is one of the best vocalists out there right now. Yeah, and he's he has a distinct voice too. Very distinct. So strong, confident. I mean, melodic. And it's just like full of soul. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it always has been. I don't know if I can even say that he's matured or learned anything because he's always been fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I can definitely hear that from like old music to this music, like the song I did like from like early 2000s. Yeah. No, you need <laughs> to go still, back. It could be on the same album. <laughs> yeah, there is some really great stuff that you should go back to. And who knows, yeah. maybe between album five and album 12, there might be yeah. good stuff as well. It's just like, I don't know. It seemed like they weren't changing that much, but maybe I'm incorrect. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, it just had 12 albums, man. It is pretty tough to follow. <laughs> and they're still touring. I mean, they're a very, very hardworking band, and they still sound like Seven Dust. Now, I will say, 
this is a band that at least on this album sounds like they have matured in a way but the maturity comes from production and like the tightness of everything they're doing yeah and do you think that had anything to do with signing to rise records that's kind of a different audience it's a possibility it absolutely is for sure because it does sound like a little less raw maybe a little bit more produced possibly but it's not like there are effects on lejean or anything i mean he's just a great singer no matter what but it still had that seven dust feel to it it had those you know the low chugging guitars you know going into the riffs and you know the solos and everything it just it still sounded like them yep so man i really enjoyed it and i can tell you this for sure yeah. This whole album, every single track could be a radio hit. Oh, definitely, dude. Like, There's no filler. It's uh-uh. 12 tracks. And then if you got the bonus one, there's 13 and 14 tracks as well for that one. I didn't get a chance to listen to that. But Me neither. 12 tracks, no filler. Every single one of them could be radio hits. Yeah, definitely a good pickup for Rise. Um, they, like... There's not a single song that I said, Ugh, change it. And there's usually one of those on every album. <laughs> sure. No, I think it goes a little bit towards the whole, if I had to choose the two best radio rock bands out there, Breaking Benjamin and Seven Dust. Okay. There's no bad track on Breaking Benjamin. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue. Besides an intro or whatever. Yeah. So Seven Dust doesn't even do an intro. They're just no. that damn good. And once again, you have to like this style of rock and metal. Yeah, if that opening track doesn't get on the radio, I might be pissed. No, it's been on the radio for fucking forever. All right, just making sure it is on the radio, right? <laughs> I don't even listen to the radio, and I know that it's on the okay. radio. It better be, man. I, I, I don't even bother with the radio Don't at all, even so. talk to me about it. <laughs> but yeah, man, if you like this kind of thing, you're going to enjoy them. For people like Dave who either never listened or they, you know, they cut out early, I would say go to those first four albums. Okay. I love Seasons. I think it's a great fucking album still. There's one song on there that's a little cringeworthy, but other than <laughs> that, it's completely great. Okay. Completely great. So do you have a track you would like to play from this? Um, you know, I'm really leaning towards the song Moments, track eight. All right. Here's moments. So once again, that's Seven Dust, All I See Is War, on Rise Records. Oh my goodness gracious, Dave. We are done with new albums. (laughs) Lengthy episode, and we're not done. Oh, we're not done. (laughs) All right, well, 
Let's talk about what's coming out next week. This is May 18th. We've got At the Gates, Burn the Priest, The Afterimage, I the Mapmaker, Impulse, Hidden Hospitals, The Material, and Dream State. Unique. That's all I have to say. <laughs> this will be interesting. Yep. It'll be interesting. We could have one album. We could have however many those are. Yeah, I'm not familiar with too many, so. I know some, but yeah, not too many. So, anyways, we still have more segments to get to. <laughs> so, Dave, let's get to new songs. Let's go. Do you think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous poser, wannabe writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass! New song time, and we begin with Attila, still about it. Enjoy. Wake up in the moment, take a piss and smoke a blunt. Push to start the Lamborghini, then I grab her by the... Now we have Dayshell with Hate Wave. Enjoy. Now the new one from Avoid. This is Father Centipede. Enjoy. Now we've got friend of the show, Misfortune, with Third Degree. Let's take a listen. Now we have Baptist, Beacon of Faith. The album of the same title comes out May 25 on Southern Lord Records. Let's take a listen. Oh, 
Now we have Vein, Virus, Vibrance. The album Error Zone comes out June 22 on Closed Casket Activities. Let's take a listen. Now we have Bleeding Through, Fade Into the Ash. The album Love Will Kill All comes out May 29 on Sharp Tone Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the Jahari window, DNA. Let's take a listen. Now we have Sky Harbor with Dim. The new album Sunshine Dust comes out on E1 slash Good Fight Music on September 7th. Let's take a listen. Now we have Glass Lungs, From the Wayside. The album Impermanence comes out this summer. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new cover by Our Last Night. This is God's Plan. Let's take a listen. Thank you. 
Now we have Impending Doom, Everything's Fake. The album The Sin and the Doom, Volume 2, comes out June 22 on E1 Music. Let's take a listen. Now we have The Order of Elijah, E Pluribus Unum. The album Pathos, Lugos, Ethos comes out May 19 on Luxor Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Pressure Cracks, Be a Wolf. Enjoy. And now we have Marlene Mendoza with the acoustic version of The Battle Between Two Lesser Evils. Let's take a listen. Sammy Frey, what have I done? It's killing me. Wow, Dave, so much to talk about. What do you got for me? Oh, man. One of my favorite bands released a single day show with Hate Wave. Ian, tell me how you feel. I don't like the title. I don't. Yeah, I don't like the title. It has the number eight in it, Dave. Yeah, not really about it, man. I hear you. But you like the track itself. Yes. And, you know, at first, when I first listened to production at the beginning of the song is pretty bad i think yeah it's a little overwhelming it is it's too much like the vocals are turned down too loud too too low or the the, the instruments are too loud too so high yeah it's some just, background noise is too high yeah it's but it does kind of thin out and do like a really catchy song mm-hmm. so i do love the song i do wish the, the beginning was a little bit better but <laughs> and once again, Shaylee has a very distinct voice. Oh, for sure. I enjoyed it too. Let's get to another big hitter while we're at it. 
Go on. Misfortune. Fuck yeah, man. A week early. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know why they did it that way because normally Mikey's very like on point with let's promote this for like a long time and then we'll get to it. But they released it a week early. And man, if they keep this up, that's gonna be like album of the year. Yeah, man. I I'm I'm really waiting on that album. Me too. I really hope it happens. I know, man. Like fingers crossed, because these past couple songs have been so good. Like, are so I would say probably their best. It's hard for me to say that because I just love it all, but I very yeah. much enjoy these tracks. Yeah, man, it, they're they're sticking with me. I I had this one on repeat. Yep. I, I made like a playlist of like ten songs I love from this week, including off albums. And nice. These two I've covered so far definitely were on it. Very nice. What else you got? Ian Attila time. Grab him by the cunt, baby. <laughs> Grab him by the fucking cunt. Oh, yes. I just love the satire of it. Yeah. I really do. I liked a lot, actually, the song itself. Like, if you saw that song live, you would really enjoy bouncing around to it. Like, it's a really oh, fun yeah. song. The lyrics just mean nothing. I think at one point no. he starts yelling about how he wants sex. Yep. So it's just a song full of satire. And I'm okay with it. Yeah, you that's know? what Attila does. It's a song full of satire. Get over yeah. it, people. So there's a there's a band on this list that I'm really enjoying now called the Jahari Window. The Jahari Window. Yes, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that a lot too because it was like a heavy band meets like Dance Gavin, Dance Seosin. Yeah, man. Like... And times are maybe like era, and then like oh, it sure. was like, it, it's such a damn good band. Like, yeah, go check them out for sure. No, absolutely. Uh, so Jason Butler's new project, Pressure Cracks. What do you think? I like going back to the more heavy. Yeah, me too. I just I think of everything as Jason Butler now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's doing everything. So, yep. I mean, I appreciate it. So yeah. I I enjoyed it. I just wasn't expecting another heavy band so quickly. Agreed. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm okay with it as long as he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's having a fun time, I guess. Sure is, man. What other ones do you have highlighted on here? So I'll make a quick note. Desires had a track out that I promoted a little bit, but I think they're going through something. I don't know if it's labor related or whatnot, but they took it down, and it's going to be up again soon. They're like doing some quote unquote like reshuffling. So that'll be interesting. We'll see where that yeah, goes. That's- Friend of the show, of course. So I really enjoyed the acoustic version of the battle between two lesser evils from Marlene Mendoza. If you remember last year, yeah. she had that single. That single still is fucking awesome. Yeah, she, she's talented. Man. Yeah. And this is just a stripped down version. Her and a guitar. You know, she's walking through the woods and stuff like it's just her. And it's done mm-hmm. really, really well. I can't wait till she has a new single. I know she's working on stuff right now. I hope we get a chance to listen to new music because she is extremely talented. Yeah, no, no denying that. Then we've got Our Last Night. And even though I'm not a fan of Jimmy Brooks from Degrassi, I did enjoy <sighs> that there was way more unclean vocals in this one. Yeah, me too. So I was very happy about that. I actually thought that a lot of the tracks this week were way more on the heavy side, and I enjoyed that a lot more. Yeah, they were definitely heavier this week, which is weird because the albums were kind of the opposite. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Because look, Sky Harbor was pretty damn good. Yep. You've got Impending Doom, 
I really like the bleeding through track. Yeah. That was also really good. So I enjoyed a lot of this. The order of Elijah was really fucking weird. <laughs> Vane was also pretty damn heavy. There's some most all of these are have uncleans in them. <laughs> yeah, it's almost all of them. Lots of heavy, and I like that. I'm all for it. All for it. And then also the new avoid track also was in the heavy. Yes. They keep on really hitting it hard. Yep. I would like an album from them. Me too. <laughs> I was about to say. I'm with you. But yeah, man, I enjoyed pretty much all of these. So I hope people did as well. And we just have way more good music to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> but Dave, if I am not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that means we are at the end of the show. Am I correct? Let's do it. Dave, 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 end of the show time. Do that thing you do. All right, guys. Hopefully everyone checked out your uh, conversation edition with the anchor. Um, if you haven't, better go fucking listen because it's pretty good. Pretty, Sounded pretty hectic for you, pretty. man. That was uh, a lot of people. It was a lot of people, and I was delusional from sickness. <laughs> you know, I don't notice that when you're sick until I go back and listen. No, that's always the way it happens. But that's why I talk about it in the intro. I apologize. Yep. I'm like, just so everyone knows, this is when I was delirious from being sick. So, <laughs> No, it was really good. I enjoyed it all the way through. Good. And on that note, too, by the time this episode comes out, I will have a brand new conversation out as well. So hopefully people have had a chance to listen to it. It's with David from the band Eyes on Satellites. Oh, boy. Not this, David. Not that, David. No. Not that. I would never talk to that, David. Never. <laughs> <laughs> All those weird-ass fucking mic sounds coming from your place. You know it. You son of a bitch. The, um, everyone get in contact with me, Dave of Doom, Instagram. Get some hate mail going. Uh, hopefully we answered uh, the skinny with Mike and Adam, that little question about uh, old Bert, that dickhead. A um, long, long answer to that question. <laughs> hey, but it was it was needed, man. And also, big shout out to Adam. He's having a baby coming out, coming Congrats. out here pretty soon. Yeah, and um, I'm pretty sure they're going to take a kind of a hiatus from that. So what? See where that goes. Bunch of yeah. pussies. It can't be the skinny with Mike. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Yep. So everyone, go check us out. Check them out. Um, contact us. Uh, tell a friend. Rate and review. Get on that. And um, don't be afraid to let us know what you think about the releases this week or what you've, if we've missed something this year. So I'd like to go back and see if I missed something good and be mad at myself for it. So what do you think? Meh, we have a lot to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) These shows get longer and longer and then I end up editing for longer and longer. Pretty much. They're they're steadily growing, man. They really are. And I do not have the time (laughs) to do them. I just wish if my voice would work with me. I think it was just a long fucking day today. I think that's just what it was. Because I was even trying to do the intro and outro for the next, you know, Ian Hates conversations. Yeah. And I was fucking up all over the place. So I think it's just, you know, lots of stuff going on just affecting me. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you all for, you know, staying with us even through all the shit and stuff. So much appreciated. Once again, you can get in touch with me, Ian Hates, Twitter. Instagram, Ian Hates Podcast. 
no S, on Facebook, facebook.com slash ianhates, and then also email ianhates at gmail.com. Kelly has been traveling around the world, literally, and that is why there have not been any more Ian Hates movies so far. I've been focusing all on music and all on conversations. When she gets back, we will be doing more Ian Hates movies, and that means there'll be a Patreon update. There'll be a lot of stuff that's going to be going on. So right now, I've just been focusing on shows. But when Kelly gets back, we focus on marketing, merchandise, a lot of stuff that you guys have been waiting for. It is happening. The show's not done. I know a lot of you had to go listen to other movie podcasts that aren't as good. I apologize, but I can't do anything without Kelly here. So anyways, I think I have talked enough for right now. My voice is gone for some reason. I'm not sick, so I think it's just stress and all that other shit. So Dave, do you have any final words for everyone? Breaking Bad is the best show ever made, and don't be a dick. The Shield is the best show ever made. And I get that shit out of here. You get that shit out of here. Breaking Bad Breaking Bad stole everything that it is from the Shield. Literally the entire family dynamic, the moral of it, the ends justify the means, all of that ripped off from the Shield. I have to watch the Shield. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. The Shield also came years and years before Breaking Bad. Sorry. Oh, I keep on wanting to say Breaking Benjamin. Breaking Benjamin. Anyway, that is a conversation for Ian Hates TV or Ian Hates TV (laughs) shows, whatever. Yeah. But I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to you. So I'll